Fat Girl podcast is sponsored by ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. Got a poison emergency? The ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center is the best resource for any animal poison-related emergency, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you think that your patient may have ingested a potentially poisonous substance, call 888-426-4435. Decontamination, which is the use of emesis induction and the administration of activated charcoal, is still considered the mainstay therapy for treatment of the poison dog or cat. In veterinary medicine, the use of older emetics in dogs, such as syrup of ipecac, salt, mustard, and xylazine, are no longer recommended and have fallen out of favor. That's because they lack in efficacy and potentially carry a higher risk for dangerous adverse effects, such as hypernatremia, cardiovascular effects, or lack of efficacy. Instead, the use of apomorphine or 3% hydrogen peroxide is now recommended for emesis induction in dogs. Cats are a whole nother story. When in doubt, check out our podcast, To Vomit or Not To Vomit, for further details. In a large retrospective study by Kahn and all, the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center evaluated 147 dogs that had emesis induced with either apomorphine or hydrogen peroxide to see which was more effective. More importantly, they wanted to evaluate if any adverse effects were seen from the use of these two common emetic agents. Guess what they found? Kahn and all found that both apomorphine and hydrogen peroxide were equally effective as emetic agents, resulting in emesis 94% of the time with apomorphine and 90% of the time with hydrogen peroxide. Kahn and all also found that the incidence of adverse effects was the same for both emetics, approximately 14%. For apomorphine, the typical dose is 0.03 mg per kg IV. Kahn and all state that additional doses of apomorphine typically don't have better results, but clinically, I'd disagree. I've had plenty of dogs vomit after an additional dose of apomorphine or even after an extra chaser of hydrogen peroxide. Alternatively, you can dose apomorphine by placing a crushed tablet into the subconjunctival sac. In the study, Kahn and all found that it didn't matter which route you administered the apomorphine. They were 91 to 100% effective, and the mean time to emesis was 18.6 minutes, with a duration of 27 minutes with apomorphine. Clinically, most of these patients begin to vomit much sooner, within 60 seconds. Unfortunately, some adverse effects seen with apomorphine include lethargy, reddened eyes when given subconjunctively, and continued nausea seen as drooling. For hydrogen peroxide, doses of 2.2 mLs per kg can be used with a one-time repeated dose as necessary. Con and all do not recommend giving more than 45 mLs per dog. However, other references tolerate a slightly higher dosing for hydrogen peroxide. In the study, hydrogen peroxide was found to be very effective and resulted in emesis induction within 14.5 minutes on average, with a duration of 42 minutes. Almost 90% of dogs vomited with a one-time dose of hydrogen peroxide. Unfortunately, similar adverse effects were seen with peroxide, including continued nausea and vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. So what can we take away from this article? What this study found was that it didn't matter which type of emetic agent you used. Both apomorphine and hydrogen peroxide resulted in effective emesis. Kahn and all also found that the dose of either emetic wasn't associated with how successful emesis was. However, it was potentially associated with increased frequency of adverse effects. 
How am I interpreting this? Stick with the traditional dosing as listed in this podcast and use the lowest effective dose. This study also showed that while these drugs are great emetics, they do have a long duration of action. As a result, my takeaway is to use a potent antiemetic, meropitin, ondansetron, metoclopramide, to counter the emetic effects once your patient has had productive emesis. This will allow you to implement activated charcoal therapy right away, and more importantly, keep your patient comfortable and hydrated, and thus less likely to develop secondary rare side effects from activated charcoal like hypernatremia. More on this in the podcast, Activated Charcoal, Why My Techs Love Giving It. Overall, this was a great study, as it's the first to evaluate these two emetic agents. However, one of the limitations is that it's retrospective in nature, and data collection was limited, as it was a second or third-party information collected from an animal poison control. Nevertheless, interesting study. When in doubt, if you need to induce emesis, consult with an animal poison helpline first to make sure it's indicated. Once indicated, make sure to use a safe, appropriate dose of an emetic. For those veterinarians recommending at-home emetic agents, keep in mind that only hydrogen peroxide should be recommended for pet owners to use in their dogs at home, never for cats. 